welcome to a very special episode of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. This is usually the show where myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game available on Xbox Game Pass that was chosen for us at random. Today we're doing something different and I've gathered myself and a couple of friends and we are just here to talk about a game that dropped on Game Pass a couple months ago uh, in the middle of August and we've just become completely enamored with it. You know, usually we're sharing our opinions for the first time live on air, so we often have no idea what the other person thinks of the game that we've played. Uh, In this case, these guys don't know each other, but I've been texting each of them separately a lot about our experiences with Hades, so uh, not everything that they say is going to be surprising. It's not often that a game like this, like, you know, I just feel like organically so many people that I know were interested in it, and I feel like aside from the big, big, you know, big releases that happen each year. It doesn't happen very often. And so I wanted to get a conversation together about it. Shane O'Hare, I'm so sorry that your Need for Speed episode is getting pushed another month. We recorded that back in the summer and uh, it was a great conversation and I can't wait for people to hear it. But today I'm talking to Doogie and I'm talking to Evan, both who have been on the show before about Hades. How are you both doing today? Well, I can only speak for myself, but I'm very well. How are you? Evan, how are you? I you can speak for me too. That is my answer. <laughs> Evan's so, great. Yeah, Evan's Evan, really good. Uh he's actually had I don't know. Carry on. I, yeah, I don't even have to be here. Doogie's got this for me. <laughs> yeah. Um it's funny, I, I just kind of realized as start we're starting this show, but I've talked to both of you about this game, but you haven't talked to each other ever before right now tonight. Uh about anything. True. So, um, uh, it was uh, it was nice in the kind of little pre-show moments that to to you know hear you guys get to know each other a little bit. Um, it feels a less a lot less awkward than if I was the one that didn't know either of you. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, yeah, Hades, guys. I before we jump into it, like hate. I don't even know where to start. I am so excited. I'm just so excited to be. Yeah, I'm just so excited to be talking about this game, and we're going to jump into it real quick, but Doogie, why don't you give us a little bit of the synopsis first? Sure. Uh, Recipient of more than 50 Game of the Year awards in this roguelike dungeon crawler, you'll wield the powers and mythic weapons of Olympus to break free from the clutches of the god of the dead himself, while growing stronger and unraveling more of the story with each unique escape attempt. Roguelike is... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Such a good synopsis. Like... it's I mean, it doesn't it that's that's literally what it is. If you asked me, that's I it. would say that verbatim. <laughs> I would say that exact thing. <laughs> I this this is I mean, before we jump into anything, I want to say that this is like one of those times where I am so unbelievably thankful for Game Pass, because mm-hmm. not that this is an overly expensive game to buy anyways, but it's one of those games that like I mean, it came out on Switch a year ago and everyone loved it. And it won. I mean, like the synopsis said, like a ton of Game of the Year awards. Um, you know, and that's in a year when like The Last of Us 2 came out and was like sweeping the awards from every outlet mm-hmm. aside from like it was it was The Last of Us 2 or it was Hades. And mm-hmm. that felt wild to me at the time because like I'm a huge Last of Us fan and a huge Naughty Dog fan and, and was like Last of Us 2 blew my mind. I was so thankful for this to come on Game Pass because just the genre, I think, scared me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the type of person that I feel like I don't have just like the act of the idea that you're going to die a lot and that's part of the game and you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And that's part of the game or, or that's the game in some cases, like 
sounded just so like I just didn't think I would have the patience for it. And, mm. you know, there's been games like there was, you know, a hu- Returnal, which was a huge, like one of the PS5's biggest games of this year so far that looked so neat and sounded so cool. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, if there's a new game coming out and with shiny, nice shrink wrap on it, I'm probably going to want to buy it. <laughs> and that's one of the few games this year I didn't buy because it sounded, you know, games in Canada, especially games are expensive and I didn't want to risk spending a hundred dollars on this thing that I didn't think I would have the patience for. And so Hades is my first roguelike roguelite, whatever um, mm-hmm. this, this I think would be a roguelite. Yes. I think, yeah. I think you yeah. and I talked about this, Evan, Continue, please give us the definition. Oh, oh well, well, uh, the the game Rogue, if nobody knows, is is like an old school game. I forget when it came out, but it was one of the original games that, that people played, and and it was essentially you could only progress if you got better. You died, you figured out more of what was going on. There's random elements during each run you tried, um, so you you die, go back to the beginning. That might sound like a regular arcade game, but you go through and get random power-ups and continue on. But the what roguelikes and roguelites do is they allow you to upgrade your character over time and allow you to continue building it as a role-playing. So you're not just dying all the time, you're getting stronger as you progress, but you're always starting at the beginning. Roguelites, on the other hand, will maybe progress you from a certain checkpoint mm, or, okay. mm. or and, and you restart from there. But this is, this is a roguelike in the fact that you start at the very beginning, but you do upgrade your character. I always thought the difference was that a rogue and I should have Googled this at some point in my life, but I always thought the difference was that a rogue light had some sort of permanent progression, like say building the power of your character or adding power ups or whatever. And a rogue like would, you would lose all of that stuff in between each run. You, it, the definition is definitely getting muddied over time, okay. I think, but it's at the end of the day, Hades itself is a permanent progression, but your runs start from mm-hmm. the the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think the interesting thing about this in, in other, I've played like a bunch of roguelikes and roguelike roguelites in, in my gaming history. But I, I think one of the, the important things to note with Hades is that in, in other roguelikes, there doesn't re- there's no like story uh, reason or there's no like gameplay reason to die and go back and start again. Like it's just you know and it, and it's a very video game feeling type thing. Like you mentioned it being very sounding like an arcade game and and that I think as a certain extent you're very aware that you're playing a game that you'll try and run through again and again and again. Whereas with Hades because you know, you're in the underworld, dying is just a part, like everyone actually mentions the fact that like, hey, you know, you beat me that time, you died, you've come back. And I think that was such a cool thing about this. And it kept me in the world rather than taking me away from it, which is why I think, I remember Derek, you had texted me after it had been out for like what two days or something like that. And I had already racked up something like nine hours of gameplay time, (laughs) something disgusting like that, because it kept like, it's, that was one of the things that kept me going and it kept me in the world because I was invested, like from the word go, I was invested. 
I'm I'm still invested. I, I ran mm-hmm. all the way through um, to the end. We didn't give anybody any spoiler warnings, but just mm. in case, uh, we might have spoiler warnings from this point forward. <laughs> <laughs> this is your warning. He's calling this, it executive this, decision. This mm-hmm. is the, I'm calling it. This is the executive decision. <laughs> before, once again. before before you spoil anything. Before I spoil anything further, go. It sounds like we all love this game, and that if you haven't played this game, you should go play this game immediately. Yeah, and 100%. I was super uh, hesitant. You know, again, as I said, I would never have tried this game if it wasn't for Game Pass. This did not feel like the game or a genre for me, and I've skipped other games that sounded cool because it just mm-hmm. sounds like I don't. I don't want to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And though that is the gameplay loop of this game, it never feels like that. This is probably like I've played a lot of good games lately, and this is probably like one of the most just like pure fun experience. And it's so much more than that, but one of the most pure fun experiences I've had in a long time. I could not recommend this game more. It's got amazing combat, amazing progression loop, amazing storyline loop to keep you hooked. And it just it just keeps doing those things. Over and over and over and over and over, um, very well. I was actually so surprised. I, I, that I like the idea of roguelikes, but I have never found the roguelike that I liked mm-hmm. until Hades came around along. Um, it just, it, it's more like a rogue love this time around. It's, it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a rogue love. I, I'm totally into it. Uh, my attention got taken away from other games, but I'm totally coming back to it. I'm totally playing more. It is going to be my, my game of choice where I just want to sit down for a little bit or a long bit to pick mm-hmm. up and play again. Um, just because there's more story elements. I don't understand how they have so <laughs> much spoken yeah. dialogue it's in insane. this game. There's just so much. I've never re- never saw or heard a repeated line of dialogue yeah it just blows my mind and I, and I think what's what's amazing about that and looking at like super giant games who who made this who made Hades and you look at like their previous games you look at bastion and transistor and I never played pyre um, but it was meant to be like fantastically written as well and like their written dialogue is fantastic like it's unbelievable and all of the voice actors that they hire are are just unreal humans and they can they can bring across like you you know you play in in this as Zagreus who's Hades's son and the the dialogue between that like father and son where the 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 son is like that tempestuous like teenager like no you can't keep me here forever i'm going to get out and i'm going to keep going and keep going and keep going and Hades is just there the whole time like oh you're back you died again great like i told you you wouldn't escape like what are you doing like you're such an idiot like i was so, i felt like a teenager being so <laughs> pissed off at my dad being like you can't keep me here no i will escape fuck you and it was it was just so incredibly done and like all the dialogue between all the people who were helping you versus all the people who were like rooting for you and i i only managed to complete uh like two or three runs so i only got so far in the kind of like overarching story right um but like everything that you discover as you go through is is just unbelievable and it's so well written yeah and 
my, oh, sorry to cut you off, Derek, but my favorite, favorite voice um, actress is whoever does Meg. Um, mm-hmm. it, she just delivers this drawl, almost, almost monotone, like bored attitude in every single line <laughs> that she gives. Yeah. And it's just a amazing mix of emotions of mm-hmm. like, I I don't want to be here. You're, you're, you're not worth my time. And, and, and then the voice acting actually progresses over time. Mm-hmm. As you get to know Meg more, you can build up relationships with each of the characters um, in the, almost every single character. I think all characters, you can build a relationship with them. The more you build, the more they, open up to you more story that uh, of them that you get as well mm-hmm. and um i just going back to voice acting i love who did meg now after this podcast i'm going to look it up and figure out who <laughs> that voice actress is and, and figure out what else they've done because i just thought it was amazing well it's it's great she's on uh, she's on tiktok evan if you i don't know whether you have ventured onto the tiktok universe oh, i've stayed uh, away <laughs> okay now is now is your time to join join the masses my friend because she's oh. on tiktok and she does like people will comment uh lines that they request her to say in meg's voice and it's oh, pretty really? incredible it's and it's it's pretty fun it's uh it's oh, really cool I, thank you I just sold evan 100%. yeah i just I, I need to get a new ringtone. Say something like "Answer the damn phone" in that yeah. Meg dreary <laughs> voice. Uh, yeah. Before I, I, spo- I think we can probably jump into spoilers now. I before that, I just not before that. We could probably jump into spoilers now. <laughs> I, I I don't even know where to start. I feel like there's so. It, it seems like such a simple game, but there's so much to it as well in regards mm-hmm. to like there's so many different weapons and I literally only tried like two or three of them. And then I was like, I like this one and never changed it ever again, which I and know I- talking to Doogie, it's very different than the way that you played mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. I, I also unlocked every single weapon before I unlocked the extra skill points. See, I knew I liked you, Evan. <laughs> there we go. I was like, I, I did like a few sword runs and you know because you start with the sword and then i did the bow once and i was like that fucking sucked and then i <laughs> and then i unlocked the spear and then i've only played with the spear since then like and mm. I, I and i find that incredible because when you know on the surface when you look at this you know i i didn't even make a conscious choice to be like i'm gonna unlock all the weapons then i'm right. gonna go back and do this like i i feel like when i spoke to you about it derek you were very okay. I focused on, and it was like you focused on all the mirror stuff first, and then mm. you decided you were going to start unlocking weapons. But then you just fell in love with the spear, and that was it. And I, I feel like I didn't even approach it with that kind of conscious decision, but it just kind of turned out that as I was going through, I was like, "Oh, there's some more like Titan's blood. Let me unlock another weapon, try that for a run, and kind of experiment and go out and look at other builds and blah 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 blah." So like the the. I remember before I had completed, before I had like killed Hades and and gotten through to Mom, um, the the closest I ever got before actually completing a run was actually with the gun, the the okay. sort of like machine gun grenade launcher yeah. type thing, the- and. The minute I unlocked that and the minute I had like done a really successful run with that, I was like, okay, now I need to go back and revisit everything because I thought this sucked the first time <laughs> I used it. But then I found the right like power ups and I found the right like, you know, the right amount of, of uh, health and I found the, the way to move around with that weapon and I found the play style that would suit that weapon. 
Um, so I, I found it incredible. And when you had texted me and said, like, you know, I've pretty much never used anything but the spear and I've just completed my first run. I was immediately like, you are the worst and I hate you so much right now. <laughs> well, and I felt so mad at that time too, because the Xbox app like shows your time. And I like, I think I beat my first run at like 12 or 13 hours or something. And you were at like 20 something at that 100%, point. And I was, like, and I was oh, still no. like struggling through. Uh, so Evan, like your first run, because I know Derek's first run that he actually beat Hades with was the spear. What was the weapon that you used? So the first run where I won was also the spear. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, the second run was the shield, and the mm. third run was the bow, and then subsequent runs I don't remember after that. Um, you finished quite a few then. Yeah, I, I've, I, yeah, until the other game got released, I was playing this a lot, and um, just for anybody that's listening to this, they might actually be confused. They're like, "Mere Titans Blood," what, what the f is going on <laughs> yeah, we've uh, used a lot of immediate like words that people are going to be like okay i'm already lost <laughs> yeah so so i just feel like i i want to put a little context in here so yeah, as they yeah as zagreus you you are being helped out by um a mother figure called nix and she's giving you this powerful mirror that upgrades your powers that's the permanent upgrades of the game um you then go into another room and you pick out your weapon it starts with a sword at first but then it progresses through once you get to different um points in the game uh you start getting special items um or in this case a titan's blood uh usually by defeating the first boss uh, multiple times with multiple different weapons and this allows you to unlock uh, more and more and more um the but you don't actually get uh the new weapons like that you need keys um it, that you can get through your progression and you unlock all the new weapons this way um and but those keys will also if uh, you can upgrade and unlock new upgrades so derek took the approach of all my keys go into the permanent upgrades where it seems that doogie and i took the other approach all mm -hmm. my keys that i get at the beginning game goes mm -hmm. into my weapons because i want that for me personally i want that idea of how can i play this game differently and it's every single weapon is different like you mm -hmm. you play the game differently every time totally, you absolutely. choose a different weapon you've got the ranged bow you've got the the, the ranged uh, assault rifle which play differently from each other then you've got the standard sword that acts and feels like you expect but then you go into the spear that you can plays differently from that and there's other weapons in there as well the shield and the uh gauntlets gauntlets are my favorite oh oh i forgot i i did a my, i think my second or third was actually the gauntlets because mm. i i stacked dodge and um stacking dodge you're invincible yeah yeah i i find that amazing like the 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 only runs i've ever managed to fully complete have been with the shield um, mm. for the for the sole reason that you can block anything which i kind of like going through and and we should mention as well this game was in early access for like two and a half years mm. so they did like so much tweaking and they took so much feedback from the community that were playing early access um, and i and i i remember once i had like completed a couple of runs i started to look at like the community and and what people were saying about it and like you know different builds that people had recommended and things like that 
And the one thing that pretty much everyone everyone has said is that the shield is so overpowered because you can <laughs> you can you can block anything, and if you time things just right, even Hades attacks, even the final boss's attacks, you can one hundred percent mitigate the damage from. So essentially, when you go through, you can just time your blocks correctly. And uh, fair okay. enough, you're you're able to, or your run is probably going to be a bit longer because you're spending way more time in defense than you are offense. Um, that that you'll do that, but like. You know, playing with something like the spear, which is a really fast pace, and the gauntlets, Evan. I actually love playing with the gauntlets. There's a particular like um, version of the gauntlets that actually like magnetizes enemies towards and pulls you, them in, and yeah. then you do like this big uppercut to like knock <laughs> oh, them all away. It. And it just like visually and like cathartically from like a a room to room standpoint, like the gameplay of that particular set of weapons is you feel so much like a god it's so and, cool and and you stack uh hades uh, uh speed enchantments on that yeah. you're just rushing around everywhere <laughs> yeah like, it is so, so fun so like playing with gauntlets or the spear i feel like is much more fast paced it's much more aggressive as a play style which for for someone like me um i i play these kind of games a lot of the time mm-hmm. very very defensively and i play them very much like i'm going to try and be patient with my attacks. Really? I'm going to try oh, yeah. to dodge this and shield this and, and things like that. And yeah, I feel whereas, like, sorry, no, go. I, I feel like the spear is like, and this is one of the few games I can remember in ages where, and it's, it's one of those things too, where because there is, you know, you, you die a lot. And especially before I think you finish the game for the first time you die a lot. And so mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where you're like, I'll sit down and be like, I'm going to play for half an hour. And then three and a half hours later, I'm still playing, which yeah. is, which never happens to me. Yeah. Um, like, like I can't remember the last game that that happened with, but there's, there was sessions of playing this game where I had to stop because like my hands were literally like hurting <laughs> from like gripping the controller so tight or from trying to press the button so fast or whatever. Yeah. Um, and because it's basically like, I don't like I don't know what your but either of your like general like the way you approached each room was but it like I was especially Smash with the spear everything. it felt like but it was like never stop moving like mm. yeah like just like like I'm mashing the dodge button and and just hitting the like hitting the special or the the attack button uh between dodges type thing but it never stops Mm. yeah uh, on the dodging thing i have to go back to the shield on the blocking what Do- doogie meant for the block so doogie um this is a prime example of you're always learning about this game mm. because i put uh, i don't know how many hours i think i'm at 20 hours i i think i got my first run around the 12 hour mark or something mm. like that um but the thing is i never knew you could block with the shield <laughs> What? what? Like until now? Yeah, until until like five minutes ago when Doogie mentioned it. Yeah, that's great. So the the run that you did with the shield, oh like how, Evan, how did, did you, you say you played that? about? Tw- did you say you played twelve hours? Twenty at this point, oh, I think. Uh, Over yeah, 20? I'm I'm at 20, tw- uh, 20 oh 25 God. hours or the something. Xbox, the Xbox app says you're over thirty hours at this point. <laughs> I, I'm over thirty. Wow, you actually have that up and going, eh? I'm over thirty then. Um, but yeah, no, to this, to, I just I didn't realize you could block with it. Is is that the bull rush? Like you put yourself in yeah. bull rush. So like oh. when you when you put yourself in bull rush stance, like you're just holding your shield there, and anything that comes towards you, you'll block. <laughs> 
That is so funny. I thought it was the most useless waste <laughs> of time that I never used Bullrush. Well, I didn't I, like Bullrush because you're standing there exposed. Obviously, you're not. <laughs> you're the most protected that you could ever. Surely. And, and and I think that's amazing. So like bas- like when I when I kind of finally figured out like okay I can I can I can block anything and it just depends on where I'm facing. Like I find it really interesting that you two approach this game from like okay the minute I go into this room, I'm going in all guns blazing. I'm going in like super aggressive, Balls never stop moving. One hundred percent. I would like go into a room. I would do like a perimeter check to be like okay how many enemies do I have? Where are they are? Where's what attacks are they going to use? Okay, I no wonder to it took you so long to. 100%. <laughs> like I, I'm gonna stand in this portion of the room and I'm gonna block and then I'm gonna ready a bull rush and then once I've blocked through this round of attacks, I'll bull rush to the other side and then I'll block and I'll bull rush to the other side. So I was like super zen playing Hades. Like once I figured oh, that that was so my attack weird. pattern, I yeah. was like the most zen. I would kick back, play it for like 45 minutes, do a couple of runs. <laughs> That's like insane. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like sometimes so, I'd have to pause mid room and just be like, I just need to breathe. I just need to breathe for a minute. Like. <laughs> I, and then, then then here I am I'm just like go 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 like my my favorite my my favorite is running the gloves with um with uh the the, the dodge enchantments on it and getting as many uh I said Hades but I totally meant Herm uh, Hermes yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Her- Hermes upgrades to speed myself along. So uh, when an enemy died, it like your your speed is now increased by like thirty percent, and you're just rushing around. That's how I. That's how I played the shield. Mm. Oh, that's so <laughs> interesting, man. Like that's I find that, and, and I think that's a testament to like not only the variety. All of the, well, the variety. I mean, like the fact that we've we've just described three different. You know, when I feel like I have no idea ways. what you guys are talking about, and I because you only ever use many the hours, yeah, a hundred percent, or you've only ever used the spear. But like, and and I find that like when I tried to use the other weapons, like I remember I did a whole bunch of runs with the bow because there was a particular uh, version of the bow that you unlock, and the the we should kind of explain as well. There's three kinds of attacks uh, that you can use with any of the weapons. So there's like a, a like you know light attack, heavy attack. And then there's something called a cast, and you can you can only do the cast so many times, but you can modify your cast to do particular things, and with certain weapons you can do different things with the cast. So one of the things you can do with the bow is you can attach your sort of cast to the shot of your bow and um, to make it super powerful. So I did a bunch of runs with the bow where again it would be like you'd walk into the room, load up your bow with a super powerful shot, one shot anything in the room and then rinse and repeat basically. But I found that with that because you had to stand in place to draw the bow, that was when I felt Evan to your point, that's when I felt like super exposed and once it gets to the later levels you need to have like more dodge or you need to have more things to protect you or, or move out the way. So those runs would be really fun up until like the third kind of like world <laughs> or like the second or third boss. And then you would just get steamrolled, man. Yeah. The, the bow, I, I play like gauntlets as well. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so essentially there's another upgrade. So yeah, you can unlock different versions of the, we talked about the gauntlets and getting a uh, magnetization. The bow has a AOE attack that, that just uh, spreads, mm-hmm. volleys a bunch of arrows out. But there's a version of the bow that when you can mark a, an enemy. That's right, and yeah. Then, 
And then when you press that special that would normally f- do that fan of arrows, it actually homes in. So mm. I would I would dash quickly attack by just holding the button for like a millisecond. And then I would just spam the special button. Mm-hmm. And I'd just keep dash spam, dash spam, dash spam. <laughs> and I'd run around like this with the bow. Um, but I found once I got used to the the bow, it was always dash attack, dash attack, dash mm-hmm. attack, dash attack. Um, it's funny the dash attack, regardless of weapon, it was something I would almost always forget about and never use even though i was dashing constantly until i would get like a boon that would be like your dash tech does this and then i would remember it for like four four hits and then i forget it again like it, i the dash prob- attack was my go-to crazy it's like it feels like this and it's just a testament to like how well the game like the game works so well it feels yeah. like regardless like there's so much variety to it like we all it sounds like played very different games yeah, um, and, but yeah. how well it works regardless of that, like yeah, absolutely. it's crazy. And like to your point, like other than those runs I did with the bow, I could not tell you. I could probably count on both hands the amount of times that I used the actual cast like ability. Like once once <laughs> yeah. I discovered that shield was bay, like that was yeah. it. Like I well, the block well, and on the it. cast. There's a one of the power ups in the. Um, in the mirror of night. So one of the permanent power ups is called boil of blood. And so each rank of boil of blood, and there's five ranks that you can do each rank gives you plus 10% damage basically for each cast that, cause they can like get the, the normal cast and a couple of the other ones get like stuck in the enemies for a while. Mm-hmm. So each cast that's in them, you get like a 50% damage boost. And I would often like choose whatever boon, you know, there's certain boons that, that give you um, an additional cast, or there's certain things you can buy that give you like an additional cast for like six chambers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you can upgrade yourself to have three normally. So I'm, I would like throw, like enter a room, throw three casts or however many I have into the biggest guy. And then I'm doing 150% extra or 250% extra damage. And then like they die just so quickly at that point mm-hmm. and then pick up my cast, th- start throwing them at the next guy. Like, um, so, so to have like, it's just wild that it's, that's like, so like, we're all so vastly differently playing <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it's unbelievable really. Yeah. Though I will mention about being, uh, uh, playing differently, uh, Derek, you actually kind of, um, handicapped yourself a little bit because um, the game is set up to kind of force you if you want to progress quickly it forces you to play and progress with each weapon it does yes yeah so what i mean by that is that um, you play with the sword and you defeat boss number two three uh there's uh one two three four bosses total mm-hmm. in a run and um and each one delivers a special item that goes toward helping you permanently right, upgrade. But only the first time you beat them with each weapon, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so it I was like, I'm not worried about any. Yeah, yeah. So it forces you to. But on the other side, if you're doing it with the same weapons, you're also gathering a lot of darkness because like each boss, I think the first one's like 100 darkness and then 150 and then 200 like per boss that you're beating. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which gets you like fully powered up faster as well. But also uh, because I just, I, I, again, it's super weird and I'm probably playing it wrong, but like, <laughs> because I found the spear and I was like, okay, the spear is the weapon that like, this is the weapon you're supposed to use to play this game. Um, you know, because I got there, I was like, 
I don't know what the Titan's blood does. Like, I don't know what this yeah. other, like whatever <laughs> yeah. the one you get in the second world does. I just have some of them and I like have no idea what they're for because I'm not playing it right. And I've ignored that part of the game. And I, and I think that's, it's a really interesting point. And, and we've kind of mentioned it a couple of times now is that like, this is one of the very few games. And I feel like AAA developers could learn a lot from something like Hades in the sense that, when when a lot of people talk about oh there's multiple ways to play this game what they really mean is there's a preferred method or there's a method which is is the right way and then we've maybe added another couple of ways that you can try out but they're not really like the optimal method or they're not really like the the sort of quote unquote good way of doing things i feel like with this like even talking to both of you i find it fascinating that like Evan managed to get anywhere with like, you know, even doing a sword run, like a full sword run. That's bananas to me. That's crazy. The fact that you use nothing but the spear and still manage to find success, like that's a testament to prove that there are multiple ways to be able to attack this game. <laughs> and and you know, if you if you actually you take a step back and and look at like something like a core gameplay loop, like something that's going to keep you invested in a game time after time after time. I think the fact that like, you know, Evan's still going back and playing this game. Like before we did this podcast, I was like, so t- I was like, Oh my God, I, I would get to play another run of Hades. Like if I <laughs> play like another round before I join the podcast, but then I thought, no, cause I'm going to be six hours and I'll be, you know, it's never going to end. Um, but I think it's such an interesting thing to think that they, they've put so much effort into this core gameplay loop and it really, really shows. And they've clearly taken a lot of feedback on board. They've clearly managed to balance things out other than the shield being completely OP. But um, they, they've they managed to balance things in such a way that it's even when you're losing at this game, it is so much fun to play. It's yeah, unbelievably right. fun. I, I will say for people that are starting out, though... Um, I have some friends um, that have bought Hades and they didn't, they never proceeded after the first boss. And if you are feeling like that, just keep hitting it because once you finish that first boss, it all just clicks. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. how, like how good did you feel the first time you finally beat the first boss? Like I, I I felt like a sports fan, like yelling at my television, (laughs) which I've never felt in my life before. Like so good swearing at myself when I would lose. But I just remember like throwing my like fist up in the air, like fuck yeah. Like the first time I did it. And I was so close to death. I'm sure that time as well, like Mm -hmm. felt unbelievable. Yeah. And, um, and hey, if you if you think you're going to get bored by doing the same boss over and over, don't worry. They got you covered too because they switch <laughs> they switch the bosses up when you least expect it. All of a sudden, you're walking into that room where you you met Meg, one of the first boss. You met her like ten times, and all of a sudden, it's someone completely different. You're mm-hmm. like, what is going on? And the attack patterns are similar but completely different. Just different and, enough to fuck mm-hmm. you up. Yeah. They, yeah, and the, and you're learning something. Have you have you fought uh have you guys fought all three of them at once yet? No. <laughs> yeah. What? What? That, that is a treat. Uh <laughs> that is a treat. How I, do you as, beat that? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> um it, it uh it it took me uh I think I so um, I I I used my death defiance about three times that battle mm. and decided I'm not going to do that again for a while. Um, so uh, for people that don't know, um, the uh, y- when you die, you're you're dead. But there's a 
permanent upgrade called Death Defiance uh, that allows you to um, cheat death up to three times, depending how far you upgraded it. And so I used all three of them on all, uh, all three of my Death Defiance sure. is on Meg and her sisters. And that was... That was that that was difficult. Um, and how to do that is um, you need to go try it right after this is you uh, <laughs> on pain of punishment. You um, there's a boss where the bosses get new abilities. Turn that on mm. and you'll get the three of them. Uh, OK. Yeah. Oh, man. That sounds gross. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely not going to try that. <laughs> not for a long time. But it uh, it. That's it crazy. totally surprised me. Um, also, like, there's so many things to discover. Even after going through that, you get the pain of punishment after defeating Hades for the first time, which basically makes the game harder, makes you get more rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, but which is that's also- like a tough thing to choose between because I like I remember the first time I beat it, but the, sorry, the first time I beat defeated Hades, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna jump back in, and then it's like this like thing that you have to weigh between like, would I rather it be harder and I would like unlock more stuff and get more stuff to like spend on and and that sort of thing. Or would I rather not make it harder and be like, have a better chance of making it through again so I can continue like the overarching story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, um, I'm always going for the upgrade. So I've never never done a normal run after that unlock. Oh, wow. Really? Have you guys uh, atta- um, uh, battled with uh, Karen yet? The the no. uh, the ferryman? Nope. No, <laughs> I'm not going to root for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to tell you how to do it. Don't don't look it up. I'll just <laughs> let you discover it on your own. Oh my god! Uh, the one <laughs> the one boss that always really like, and again until that that fated shield run, the one boss that really messed me up was uh, is it theseus and i can't remember the minotaur Asterius. Oh, uh, that's it those yeah. two I, I, evan i had text derek in capital letters on so many occasions <laughs> just like fuck this fucking mother oh my like so yeah. many expletives just it, in a row and yeah. I, I could not up until i figured out that you could block with the shield and it just mitigated everything i could <laughs> not defeat them at all and it would it was the most frustrating thing just got to say, man, I defeated them uh, with the shield as well. No blocking. <laughs> I, you're gonna, I, I need some gameplay footage of this, Evan, because I need to know how you managed to get through a shield run without blocking. That's, un, that's ridiculous. You, you, know, you know what it was is actually um, I, I got a lot of dash attacks, and it's one of the mm. most amazing dash attacks is the shield. And that um, I got a bunch of you, you just stack um, attack uh, bonuses and you mm. stack them with if you can find them dash attack bonuses and you're 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 just a monster through, through through the roof you so you're continually dashing you dash attack dash attack so that's how you do it you're dodging pretty much everything while fitting in an attack yeah so. that's amazing i'd love to know the so like the overall like gameplay loop is like you go into a chamber like a room they they call it a chamber fight everything that's in it and then you'll usually have the choice between like two or sometimes more like different rooms to go in and you can see before you go in the room you can see what the uh, reward for clearing that room is and it could be like money that you use to like spend with uh, Charon or Charon um, 
uh, or it could be like a, a power up from a certain god. So the game mm-hmm. we haven't even gotten into. We haven't this, talked about god. No, yeah. there's like like uh, you're trying to essentially like make it to Mount Olympus, and so um, the the gods of Olympus are who based on the way that the story goes, it seems like they can't really communicate with you or see you, but they like are sending you things to help you like make Mm -hmm. it to help you on your journey. And so um, before you go into the next chamber, you might be able to see, or you can see like which God's power ups power up is the reward for that room. So you might have to, for instance, choose between two of them. um, Like, like I'm going to go in this room because I, I really want like a Hermes thing or like a, Oh, there's so many. Uh, well, Aphrodite. Aphrodite. Yeah. She was so sweet. I loved, I loved picking her <laughs> stuff because I loved hearing her voice. And it's just, I, I would love to know um, what was the, what were the, what were the types of power-ups that you would generally go for? There's also like, there was like a hammer, which would basically let you upgrade your special or your attack in a certain way. Yeah. Um, like there was so many different things that you could choose. And it was like often tough to like know which room to go into because it was like you're i mean like choosing between two things that could really change the game for you or change the run for you i i gotta say when i when i first started playing i legit i made a joke about aphrodite but that was actually my motivation to go with aphrodite upgrades um was because she was so sweet to this character zagreus and it made me as a player just feel so appreciated Mm -hmm. and that it just the writing and the way the voice lines and the voice acting was delivered that I literally chose this upgrade over all other upgrades just for that experience. She, she charmed Not the up- <laughs> She totally charmed me. She is the goddess of love and they did it beautifully. It totally just totally infatuated me. So, um, but also she had some really she is the highest straight damage mm-hmm. upgrade available um so she del- she uh, not only upgrades your damage but she inflicts 30 percent uh less damage from enemies mm-hmm. that are hit with her attacks so um she was a really solid pick in my book yeah so a lot of the boons would like have effects on the enemies that they would hit and some of those could stack as well. So like Aphrodite had uh, an, like a lot of her boons would inflict something called charm. Charm was the one that they did less damage to you. Is that correct? No, it was called weak. But oh, yes, weak. Yeah, they, yeah, okay. they deal less damage. 30% yeah. less. Yeah. And then what charm was just charm, I think, was like if it hits the charm hits them and then it like is a few seconds and then they take like a little burst of damage. But that's there's also a, there's I think a that, rare sorry, upgrade. Okay. Yeah, I think charm was actually the one for like if like the weaker enemies would actually fight for you for a little portion of time. Like, but but charm I think would only come in with some of the like higher showered stuff. It was legendary, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I actually found like it depended on the weapon that I was using that would make me make the decision as to what like god to kind of go with or what boons to kind of choose but like i would always that hammer that that derek was talking about that upgrades your abilities like the the sort of net win on on going for that that's called the dataless hammer was just like unbelievable so anytime you see that that was just like that's a must okay it doesn't yeah, matter what else go-to. is on the other the other side and mm-hmm. um, i found a uh, demeter 
um really awesome so she her boons would give enemies like a chill effect which would slow them down yes it also would useful. give and you it stacked like, up to 10 times 100 percent. and that, like once you got it up to 10 there were other boons that like you know once you've got 10 enemies exploited chilled, like, it x happens or y yeah. happens or whatever yeah. so i found that anytime i could get like anything from demeter was awesome and um, when i was using the bow um who was it i've like got a list up here uh artemis because artemis obviously is the god of the hunt blah 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 and um, like her kind of boons would like go really well with that so like mm-hmm. her special attack was was stronger and you deal more critical hit damage and this i is didn't the thing like her where, no I, no i, I didn't get so enough credit i mm. didn't get enough credit uh, advantage out of her she has great damage potential when i ran with her one time i would see these 400 600 numbers yeah. usually mm-hmm. you see 100 on an attack and it was great a great feeling to get those but it it didn't happen enough for me yeah and i think that's a cool that again we, we've kind of flog this horse to death but like i i think what's so amazing about this is that there's like what five or six different weapons to choose from with (laughs) every room that you go into there's a chance of getting one of what six or seven different gods that would and each one of them has like 12 each one of them has like 12 each one of which has four rarities yeah there's 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 thousands upon thousands and thousands of combinations that you and it's random so you'll never and it is you don't know which random you don't know which like if i even if i know which god it is yeah is it three or four options appear so you never know which options are going to show up so i felt i felt i was really interested in like and again going back to that idea of like that core gameplay loop of like room to room like making these decisions that might be a complete like yeah do you know what this was the best choice or oh god i can't believe i'm gonna have to choose between this like absolute trash and and having to like make your way through that i think i often prioritized health as well because just the amount of of damage that you do take unless sure. you're getting something from like aphrodite who would boost uh or or like make your enemies weaker or whatever i felt like health was always a priority for me and any time that i could go and find um is it dionysus oh yeah had the, the big boulder friend and he would kind of give you like just like a one-off either a big boost to your health or a big boost to your money or a big boost to your darkness which was like the the sort of currency that you would use to buy power-ups permanent power-ups in mm-hmm. the mirror back at your at your house and um, so i always kind of felt like i would i would try and gravitate towards towards him as well but i i, I think the other thing is that we haven't even really touched on is when like the whole thing that zagreus is trying to do like the whole purpose is because he's trying to escape to get back to his mother or he he like the mother character that Evan was talking about earlier on Nix um he doesn't ever really believe that la- like that's his genuine mother and Hades is always just kind of said like you know that that's your mom and he always kind of has this feeling that it's not quite true well, uh, so, sorry to correct no, go, you. No, go, please, please do. <laughs> so so when you start playing, um, you as a player find out immediately that uh, you are going to the surface to find your true mother because mm. Nyx, who was the mother figure and raised you, has told you that... Um, you, she, he, he found out he has another mother. Yes, uh, he has a real mother, and so that is the whole motivation that gets you going. So he knew that from the time you start playing, and then they deliver a feedback, a, a, a flashback later um, through a story moment, um, not during the the main gameplay loop, but during a story moment after you die, um, that shows you um, how he found out. 
Yes, thank you for the correction on that. And and like it's, I, I find that it's amazing. So the, the the few runs that you actually get through, and and like Derek touched on this earlier on. Once you beat that first boss, like that's such an incredible feeling. That is like exponential for every other boss that you defeat. <laughs> the first time that you beat Hades, I don't know about the two of you, but I leapt off the sofa. Like I was like <laughs> full on like dancing in the living room. Oh, it was like, huge. Oh. Screaming and I, shouting. I, I, I sunk loved. into my chair just just <laughs> you just like ah. <laughs> yeah, I just my loved, chair got deeper. <laughs> I loved I beat him like a day or two before you did Doogie. Mm-hmm. And I think that you so yeah, the first you know, you're fighting Hades, you're fighting Hades, you're getting his health lower, and then you're like he, his health empties and he kind of like kneels down and you're like holy shit i did it and then yeah. the fucking meter refills <laughs> oh, again man. and you have to fight like a second wave of him yeah and i knew that because i think i hadn't beaten him beaten him yet but i had gotten him to the second stage and you kept talking about like you kept talking about like oh i almost got him i almost <laughs> yeah, got him and i just like, like couldn't <laughs> tell you but i'm like he's gonna be so mad like when he oh. finds out and then i, I think you'll go evan go I, I was going to say when I when I'm like yes I beat him because I saw Derek's uh, Derek posted to me a little picture of him beating Hades and yeah. I, I got my phone out right away and I, <laughs> I left my controller on on the chair no. behind me and I I went up to the TV to take my picture and then the bar loaded <laughs> up and you should have seen me scramble back oh, from the man. chair yeah I I had, uh... <laughs> Derek had, had like said you know, he, he'd like beaten the game and everything like that and he, he was like going back and doing other runs and uh, I was just like oh that's it like the, you know motivation head down let's go let's go run after run after run and I I uh, brought my I'd been working late and I would brought my Xbox through to my bedroom and I was like sitting in bed and there's a TV at the end of my bed so I was like playing it in bed like my wife's asleep next to me and I, like I got Hades down, and he's like he like falls to his knees, and he makes this like little moment of a speech, and I was like, "Fuck you, Hades! Yes, I nailed it!" And I'm like doing this really quiet, like aggressive, like "Yes, let's go!" And, and like in the in the bed, of my wife's asleep, and then he stands back up, and I literally out loud was just like, "Fuck!" I was I was furious, man. Oh, and of course, like by that point as well, and Evan had mentioned the death defiance earlier on. I had I'd gotten to Hades only using one, so I had like three left. I was like I was feeling good, feeling confident. Got him down. I, I'd used up all my death defiance, getting him down to that last little sliver of health. So by the time he got back up, I had nothing. I had like ten health left, mm-hmm. no death defiance, and he like just the the, the one shot at me, just like immediately like stood oh. up and kicked my ass. And I was just like, I t- I just remember text Derek in all caps, uh, just a whole bunch of expletives. I don't even <laughs> think there was, I don't even think it was a point to the sentence. It was just a whole bunch of swear words, just one oh. after the other. I I was I was similar, but maybe far more reserved. reserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my experience was he got up. I scrambled back to my chair. I'm rushing away at him, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing good. It it got harder. The second round is harder than the first, and um, and I just. It was going well. It was going well. I'm like, yes, they never, they wouldn't do this to me a third time. And and I got him down to about 10%. And then I died. That That's was pretty my good. First... Like you got him down to like 10% on the first. On like, the, fir- on, on the first, first visit. That's but insane. It, 
it was so crushing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after running up to the screen being so happy. Yes. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I remember taking a screenshot when he like kneels down just to be like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like this is amazing. I'm going to remember this and I will and yeah, remember it, but for a completely different it, reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I'm like I, I think what's amazing about it is like once you once you finally do beat him and you get through that second health bar and you kind of have this moment of like is that it like did I do it is, is he coming back up <laughs> yeah. and then like you get through and you you eventually go and and speak to your mother and I think there was this like insanely poignant moment where you go and speak to your mother and this is like the biggest spoiler i guess of all but like you you finally get through to your mother and you have this like really tender moment and in order for you to get to your mother and and as both of my companions this evening has mentioned like it's a really fast-paced game like the, from the minute you start your run to the minute you end it's like dodge attack move grab this do that and it's very very fast-paced you go through this whole section where you walk through this really the 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 animation and the and the art style in this game is so beautiful it's it's so so beautiful to look at yeah they force you, you to take it slow. they do like they and force that whole, you yeah and that whole walk as evan said is like it's it's cripplingly slow you're you're walking so slowly and just having to take in this moment like you know you're sweating from this like 35 minute run and like you're getting all the way you finally get to speak to your mother and she like has this moment with you where she tells you that like you can't stay here and you're gonna like the world is gonna the underworld is gonna take you again and you're gonna end back up back where you started and in order to go and speak to her again you're gonna have to do that whole run again you're gonna have to go through and defeat all those monsters and kill Hades again just to get back to continue to talk to her and I remember like going through that moment I was like don't you dare don't you dare and then of course you start to fade away and you have this little moment where like you die again and then you 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 wake back up in this like pool of blood in in the underworld and i was just like i just put my head in my hands and i was like (laughs) super giant games you bastards that was so beautiful it was such a cool moment it It totally was and i was i because i you know the game's been out for a year on switch and i remember at some point somebody saying or reading like oh you have to like apparently beat it like 10 times to get the bulk of the story or something Mm -hmm. and it's i remember like getting to hades and and getting closer and closer to beating hades and finally beating him and just being like why like why would i go through this again like what is (laughs) why would i be motivated to continue to go through runs after this and then the the like story beats after you beat hades like Mm -hmm. yeah like i i feel like i i probably even cried a little bit it was just very super well done and i did not expect it to happen at all um and then to it just like gave like i felt more motivated to continue playing than i did to get up there the first time almost yeah no they did an extremely well job of taking care of those first time players Mm -hmm. but then but then it just but then they take care of the long-term players and the the balance um of of game design and it's just phenomenal yeah, they did. I, I, and it just I, again, it goes back to the whole point. And, and Evan, you kind of touched on that, like this this difference between like 
that first time enjoyment when you have those first few runs and you're starting to get to grips with the combat and you're starting to get to grips with this, that, and the next thing. And then you become proficient enough. You unlock enough upgrades that you get to the point where you get past that first boss. Okay, now I need to upgrade more to get past that second, get past that third, get to Hades, kill Hades. Okay, now I get to speak to Mother. Then you kind of almost restart the clock and you almost go back to ground zero, but not in like a, that, that sounds really bad to say that because that would be such a frustrating thing. But that time, once you meet her and you go back to the start, like as Derek said, now I'm even more motivated. Now I'm <laughs> even twice as pissed off at Hades. And I'm like, Oh, you're a swine. Get me back there. And like, it's, it's such a, like, we've harped on it a lot. And I think from the word go, I think all of us knew that we were going to recommend this game, but you know, oh, I I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're like no, don't don't recommend it. I, it's it's. I'm a going curse. to play it right after this. Yeah, it's, it's a, a curse. curse, but it's a beautiful curse. And it, like it you know, very good just curse. one Derek, more run. Derek, just, <laughs> just one, one more run. Uh, Derek, you mentioned it at the start of like you know games games cost a lot of money, and especially with the last couple of years that we've had, like money can be tight, and and you know money's a really precious thing, and and being able to have so these sign ex- up for Xbox Game Pass, sign up for Xbox Game Pass, that's it, and um, get a lot for a little. <laughs> being being able to like experience a game like this, and I, and I I often think whenever I've been on the podcast with you, Derek, whenever I've been uh, privileged enough to be a guest, you know we 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 talk about these experiences as as either like really cool things, kind of mediocre things, or really terrible things. This is one of those games where this is what I love about video games is, is at their core, they could be a fun way to kill 30 minutes or three and a half hours. If you get addicted, like we all clearly are, (laughs) but like you can tell such an amazing story by immersing the player in not only the world that you're in, but being able to feel really kind of powerful in their own kind of way. And again, we've all, talked about the different ways in which we played this game the different weapons that we used, the different power-ups that we went for but being able to give three different individuals three different takes on the game and three different gameplay styles all within one experience with incredible voice <laughs> acting heartbreakingly incredible art style and just from the from the word go till the minute i i've, I've kind of stopped playing and not actually gone back to hades yet but i will um I just I I just love this game and I and I could not recommend it enough. And I think yeah. anyone, even if it's the first roguelike you've ever played or it's the only And it was one my first it was played. my first. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think that's just like I this is gonna spoil rogues roguelikes I, for you. I was just <laughs> going I was just gonna say that. No roguelike and played many, no roguelike uh lives up to what uh Hades has that's done. That's wild. No, and, not even close. And, and I just have to add, though, that I th- I think it's fair to say from what we're, uh, what we've all said that each of us have has experienced an actual like full on blown emotional moment during yeah. this. And a lot of games that are being pumped out nowadays, they don't have that same emotional. Uh, ability brought out um they just kind of here's the game especially with mobile games you don't get that that emotional attachment and just outpouring that mm-hmm. you get in 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 from hades and uh even triple a games you don't see that as much so they did brilliant so whether you like action-packed gameplay story or whatever you're kind of take is definitely try it out um mm-hmm. but i will say it's not for everybody it is hard mm-hmm. oh yeah 
and and I think it's one of those games. There there is uh there is like an optional mode which I I didn't end up trying. Oh, God that, mode. That, that's that's called right. God mode that does it, and, and I don't know exactly the the gameplay benefit that it provides, but there it is beefs like, you up and beefs them down. Okay, okay. So like you know, I, I honestly I would say like. I think you're right, Evan. I don't think this is for everyone. I don't think roguelikes are for everyone. And and I guess you couldn't ever say that there is a game for everyone. But what I would say is that if there if there's ever been uh, a game that's interested you, that you're just looking for maybe something to kill, as I say, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you want some cool art style, some great music, some great, like, you know, core gameplay, give it a shot. Like, 100% give it a shot. Because I, like... If, you, if you're someone that plays video games, you will get something out of Hades, whether it's yeah. just you're the person that wants to go in and like kill everything in the room. And you could take from, from the story what you want. Like All the dialogue is skippable. You could ignore all of that if you really, really wanted and just go and play like a really cool but don't fast do it. But don't please don't do it because it's so <laughs> good and it's so well written. But I think like what I love about Hades as well is that having played... Most of, of Supergiant's games, the only one I haven't played is, is Pyre. Um, but having played like most of their games, this feels like the culmination of everything that they've been working towards. And I'm so excited to see what they're going to do next. Like, yeah, me too. Bastion I'm totally really following cool, them and, now. And Transistor was really cool. And they, they all have that similar, like they're all kind of isometric games. The art style is very, very similar in them all. It's all kind of like half cell shaded half cartoony but also really believable for the world that you're in um they they do a great job of 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 having that sort of signature style and they just also happen to be incredibly smart and well-written people who who can really like bring you along for the ride and evan you said it earlier on like there's there's a lot of triple a game development that just doesn't have that same emotional attachment like i i the the I would I would be really interested to see the amount of like money and time and effort that's been pumped into to the writing team at Supergiant versus you know a major AAA developer and to see the emotional reaction of people from both and it just goes to show you you don't need an enormous budget um to be able to do something that's that's really affecting and 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 really really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We've been uh, gushing about Hades for uh, an hour now. That's true. Was there anything that you guys did not like about the game or anything that you could have done without? The third boss. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he really pissed me off, not just because it took me forever to beat him, but just his whole character. He was played way too well and written too well that that I I hate just thinking (laughs) about him. Theseus, oh, it's gross. I can almost, like, wash his... Ah, I I can't even explain it. Um, I I don't know. Like, we we have gushed, and and I do... You know, when I think of Hades, I do think of it in a very fond, uh, smiley kind of way. I, I, you know, maybe if there was something to experience the story. I, although, having said that, I was I was going to say if there was a way to experience the story in a in a uh, a quicker way, or maybe you know, if you said Derek that you got to beat it ten times to kind of get the full breadth of the story, right? Um. You know, maybe if there was a way to cut that down, but then I stopped myself to say that, like, 
It would take away from it. Well, it does. It's going to take away from the story because the whole point of Zagreus's journey is it's a slog. You're trying to break out of the underworld, for God's sake. Like, so that is all part of the story. So that those moments that you get, those beautiful little story beats, come from the slog. They come from the effort and the, the pain and blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it. But if you did want to make it easier, you you are a person that prefers this story. Death is part of the story. It comes yeah. naturally. Death is part of the story. But God mode, I got wrong. It doesn't beef them down. What it does is on every death, you permanently, or Zagreus, permanently gets stronger aside from the mirror upgrades. Mm. So every death, you get a little bit stronger. So every run you do at 30 or at 10 runs, at 30 runs, you'll be more powerful than you were at 10 runs more powerful than you were at zero runs well that's super smart because that ties into how the story should be as well it just it just helps you a little bit along the way which is very clever yeah Yeah, so if you wanted that you can turn on god mode it's just in the settings no Mm. specialness you don't have to defeat anything you can turn it on from the before you even start the game one thing i i think that we haven't said yet but that i really appreciated and that also kept me going is that and it just reminded you you saying that death is a part just a big part of the game itself doogie is that like you do die a lot but it never ever feels like you're not making progress like it doesn't feel wasted yeah like whether you get whether you die at the first boss or make it all the way through like there's always story segments and there's always like when you you know when you get back you, when you come back out of that pool of blood, there's always like new things that the characters say that are, yeah. are absolutely interesting. You've always gathered some darkness so that you can, can potentially permanently power yourself up some more. Like you yeah. are always progressing, um, which was my biggest worry is like, if it, you know, if, if run 20 is the same as run one and nothing's happened in between, like, why am I continuing to play this thing? And I never once felt like I was, mm-hmm. I d- it doesn't ever feel like you're doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. And I, and I feel like as well, of all the deaths that I had um, in Hades, I I always knew it was my fault. I never felt like <laughs> yeah. it was unfair. Like and and despite it being a really hard game, um and and really challenging, I I always knew what I had done wrong. Or, oh, I should have dodged there, or oh, I could have blocked that, or oh, I could have taken that power up three rooms ago that was different. Like you know, I it's a it's a really fair game despite being very very hard. It's a yeah. good point. Uh, you asked about negatives, and I was really racking my head this whole time um, trying to figure out what I found negative. And I think it would be the optional progression stuff, um, because there are optional progression stuff, such as uh, getting gems to upgrade the looks and changes and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but even the permanent uh, stuff, like getting getting blood cores. So I've done about 35 total runs, this mm. not complete runs, but right. total runs. And I just feel that the progression, and that's about, well, you said I had 35 hours, so almost yeah. a, an hour run type of thing. Um, and I, I just feel like it was, it was slow, but I guess in a sense though, if you're, it's a long, it makes it a long-term game. So it's kind of a pro and con. Um, I don't really know how to express this feeling. That's why I'm kind of umming and awing this whole time, but uh, I can't think of any really negative thing as much as I just kind of contribute that to being part of the game. Um, unlike some games where you're like, Oh yeah, this is totally like a 
a, a feature that they totally forgot about and it's just pointless. I don't don't have any much of that. Yeah, it's fair. Carry on, Dark. Oh, uh, for myself, I was just going to say I don't I didn't mind the progression in terms of like the construction stuff with the gems, mostly because like what well, and I'm not super like I'm not super interested in like, oh, playing 10 gems and now this like couch is not wrecked or whatever like that sounds super <laughs> boring. Uh, but the there was a bunch of like larger rewards for like completing X amount of like construction contracts and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it feels like it was just like the little pieces that lead to this bigger thing. So that didn't bother me. I didn't the whole like nectar thing I found pretty annoying though. So one of the like rarer consumables that you can pick up or find or sometimes get rewarded is nectar, which you can give to essentially almost any of the characters in the game that you can talk Mm -hmm. to. You can give them nectar. And the first time you do, you get like an artifact, which is something that you can have one of equipped at a time. And it gives you sort of like a, a little boost of some sort. Um, it allows you to customize your run according. Yeah, to a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah. one almost gives you like, for instance, like uh, one might start you with like a hundred gold or something like that. Oh, and one might like start you with like fifty extra health or something. Like there's there's tons of them. Um, but then you can can which I didn't realize for a dozen or more hours. But you can give these people more nectar after that, Mm -hmm. which it's not super easy to find. You don't find a lot of it, but if you give them like enough nectar to the point where they're like relationship meter is like maxed out, um, you can get like a companion from them. Only certain characters, only certain Um, characters, but you don't know that. I don't think until you get to that point with those characters. So you might be like completely wasting the nectar by giving it to a care, like all this nectar that you've taken a bunch of time to, gather it might feel like wasted in the end because you might be like i want a companion and like then you get to that level with that character and you i don't know do you get nothing if you get to the end and they don't have a companion or is there something else that you get i think that's a fair criticism to say that like some some of those kind of upgrade mechanics are sort of poorly explained um, it's a it's definitely discovery based yes uh, and and i think for a game that, ha- that is based around you know we've talked about random runs and using you know a particular style of weapon or a particular like upgrade or a particular artifact to take with you run to run like there's a lot of customization involved in kind of setting up how your run goes and i feel like maybe that combined with that extra piece of randomness of oh also you have to discover what to do with all these resources they maybe could have done a better job of explaining how they go so that you don't feel like hey that run was entirely wasted but i don't feel like it 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 didn't turn me off the game it was maybe just like oh i maybe should have given that nectar to this person instead or whatever i i have found the more i played the more nectar i'm coming across like i had Mm, five five at one point Mm. um and uh, yeah they're like i i I really wanted to figure out, I think the benefit of the nectar though, is really trying to figure out more about a character too. Totally. For, for example, Skelly, I just started giving him to, because he's such an interesting character. And Skelly's each, pretty great, yeah. each time you give him one, he gives you a little tidbit and you're trying to figure out why this skeleton is here. Who is your training dummy? Why he's standing in the middle of this, this room forever letting you kill him. And he just respawns. And, and I got to the point where he gives you a special quest, um, which was 
exciting. I haven't done it yet, but um, I need uh, I need more Titan's blood. Um, but the quest for Skelly is upgrade the Sword of Zagreus to the full upgrade it's possible uh, to get through just pumping in Titan's blood. And um, and then that's where I learned. I I, I cheated. I looked it up. Um, that's where companions come from, mm. and 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 the companions are like a one shot just big giant um uh, boon normally in the, the case of um damage uh that uh, you can use uh to help you on your run and you like you don't get them from everyone so it's like i don't know it just feels like and because you can only give someone one nectar a run so if you're like i think mm-hmm. that this person's gonna give me something cool and then you spend like six runs or however many like <laughs> like just trying to give them nectar and maybe you don't have any for a couple runs and you're trying to like earn it it just feels like and and it's not i don't know like it's just something that i don't really i didn't I, end up focusing on it because it didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was enough of a unless you're trying to like get all the trophies or like get everyone to max rank or something which i don't generally really care about in games it doesn't feel like there's enough of a reward or that the reward is just too far away yeah, just um, to, to like to to make it a priority. And for me, it was the story. Like I, I was giving it to Aphrodite because she like it, I, I'm in love with her. Obviously now, like, <laughs> um, but uh, she kept giving me more story tidbits, and I find out later she, I don't think there's any benefit to that. And if there is, I don't know about it. But right. I, I, I just like giving it to her because she does give me those. Also, Meg is one of my favorites, so I keep giving it uh, to her, which Meg uh, does become an, a companion later too. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's it's there's so much to discover. Like 35 hours in, I don't have a single companion. There's so much. <laughs> yeah, there's so much yeah. more to unlock. Well, and you see, uh, you always see everyone like there's so many comments on like Reddit or on like you know, I'm still seeing like ads for the game on like Facebook and stuff and people talking about how they've put like three, four, five hundred hours into this game. And I can absolutely see that based on like how little I feel like I've scraped the surface, even though I've put like a decent chunk of hours into it. I mean, yeah. I, will, I will 100% go back and, and I will play that. I will have this on my Xbox until it is no longer on Game Pass. 100%. Yeah, I think I might even buy it after it's off totally. of Game yeah, Pass. Totally, yeah, I would buy this <laughs> because um, because it's a it's 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 my new. I just need something quick to play because the you can. We didn't mention this at all, but you can just pause the run. The chambers that you go yeah. through each oh, yes. time are small enough so that if you just exit the game, you appear in the chamber and you didn't waste any time. Yeah, that's even very if true. You, even if you have half completed the chamber it doesn't feel wasteful at all so play 15 minutes go to work and then come back and continue that's something that's always like the the big roguelike on playstation uh which is a playstation published published game uh returnal they like it came out in like april or something and there's no there's not even like a quick save thing where you could exit the game and come back to where you're at like you could put your console to sleep you could, and and apparently the runs are like four to six hours long. That's so gross. you you could you like if you could put your console to sleep, but you know if there's a power outage, you lose it. The game gets an update, you lose it. The system updates automatically, you lose it. Uh, if you decide you would like to play a different game, the PS5 does not have any sort of quick resume, so you lose it. Like there, yeah. you you have to complete your run or just give it up at some point. Like there's no I, there's no I in between for that, that which game. sounds 
preposterous to me. Yeah, I wouldn't. Especially play after that playing game. this, where it like doesn't, you know, just the fact that I can stop playing it and not have to worry about like when I stop playing it, like why is that? <laughs> why is that even a conversation? Like, like just let me fucking save the game. I don't need to like. I don't need to be like, oh, I'm just gonna. Oh, if I die here, I'm just gonna go back to my save point. Like, have it so like it saves, but once you load that save, that save is gone, and you would have to make a different one. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that hard, and it doesn't yeah. seem to have any benefit to not have that. And and uh, Hades doesn't have uh, well, it has multiple it, it has it has game states, but you can't save. It's always one continuous. Yeah, um, you can't save and be like, oh, I screwed up. I'll go back. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's obviously not impossible to do. Uh, I was about to say it's easy, but it probably isn't easy. I'm not a programmer, uh, these <laughs> but but it's obviously not impossible. Um, so get well, with I, it, Returnal. Patch yeah, that up. And again, I think it's just another example of like you know with with Hades again. There was obviously a lot of feedback over the the two years that it was in early access that that kind of said like hey, clearly this is something we want. Like, you know, not everyone has, you know, four to six hours to sit in front of a console. And and if you do, like, more power to you. That sounds awesome. I'm jealous. But, you know, not everyone will have that amount of time to sit with a game and, and really go through it. So the fact that with something like this, you could get 20 minutes into your 35-minute run and go, hey, you know, I need to go to work. Like, I got to go do this. I'll finish this <laughs> chamber and then, I'll, right. and then I'll finish up later on. Especially with Quick Resume where you could, like, like there's been time in the in last generation, it never would have happened because the consoles took forever to load mm-hmm. anything. But it could be like Michaela could get home and be like, OK, I'm going to go shower. And I'd be like, how long are you going to be? And she's like 10 minutes. <laughs> and within like 14 seconds, yeah, you're I'm in, in the run. game from like having the TV <laughs> off and having the Xbox off. Like yeah. it's so fast to jump into stuff these days. Um, yeah. One thing that like I kept thinking about while playing this game is, uh, you know, it was console wise. It was a switch exclusive for a year. Mm. I cannot imagine playing this game with those fucking joy cons, like the (laughs) tiny ass little like barely rotate analog sticks and the tiny, tiny buttons on the joy cons like you'd have blisters so fast. (laughs) Not if you use Uh, the shield and you can be a you can be totally zen (laughs) and just block everything. That's true. That's true. Or. Or not realize that it blocked. <laughs> yeah, or spend 35 hours playing and not realize you can block things with the shield. I, that's blown my mind, Evan. I can't go. <laughs> we've uh, we've been talking about Hades for a while. Is there anything else specifically you'd like to talk about uh, in regards to the game? Or are we, you know, I feel like just as we've barely scratched the surface of playing the game, we've barely scratched the surface of things we could say about it, there, but we've been talking for almost an hour and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would say if you have Xbox Game Pass, it's a no brainer. It's one of those games that you have to install. I can't think of another game I'd recommend more than this one if you have Game Pass. Yeah, I, I I would I would agree with that. I think of all the games I've I've played on Game Pass, and I and I love having the service. I love being able to jump into games that I never would have bought and never would have played before. And this this is one of those examples that I think you know I've played so many roguelikes in in my time, and and being able to just jump into this uh, and just have such a positive experience is just another mm-hmm. testament to to how powerful Game Pass can be. And, you know, Derek, you and I, I think it was the first time I was on the podcast before the podcast, we actually talked about, you know, the the power of that kind of spending. And you, if you're a, a, a parent buying a first time console for your kid, like 
Game Pass is the reason why you would buy an Xbox, and to think that you could you could play nothing else, you could buy the the most basic Xbox that's out there these days, you know, spend a bit of money on Game Pass and load up Hades and have you know thirty five hours plus uh, in this game and just love every minute of it is is a really powerful thing for people, and I think uh, yeah, it, it just game of the year 100 percent, hands down <laughs> yeah and yeah and it's just i i mean i said it at the beginning this is something i never this is a game and a genre that i have never really been open to and i never would have touched had it not been for game pass and i'm so damn thankful that i did because mm-hmm. yeah like i have not had more just pure fun and anger and <laughs> joy and yeah, every emotion i've not you know i've not had so much pure emotion playing a game and so much pure fun in quite some time so uh yeah, yeah it's 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 up there like it's a favorite for sure my mm-hmm. goodness what yeah. a game so if you don't have it installed go install yeah that's it you've been warned yeah yeah <laughs> well i thank you like this was pretty short notice and i just feel like we've all been like just messaging periodically about this game and so to get us all together to be able to talk about it i really appreciate you guys making the time so thank you so much Thanks, yeah, for thanks for having yeah. us. And uh, yeah, this was a special episode, so I'm not going to be drawing a game for the next episode or anything like that, because this is just getting inserted in between two regular episodes. So uh, yeah, thank you listeners for uh, uh, bearing with us. And you're going to have to wait an extra month to hear me and Shane talk about Need for Speed, uh, which is a great conversation that I'm looking forward to hearing. But I just wanted to have this one. So and it's my show. So deal with <laughs> it. See. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the show. This was Hades and this was Xbox Game Passengers. If you do like the sound of my voice, you can also hear me every two weeks on the Geekscape Games podcast right here on the Geekscape.network. And the first of every month is when you'll get a new episode of uh, this show, Xbox Game Passengers. Um, yeah, thanks again, Doogie and Evan. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Derek. My pleasure. Nice and we'll to hear meet you, you both soon, I'm sure. Yeah, nice to meet you. You guys are best friends now. You guys are best friends. That's it. That's right. <laughs> Okay, bye guys. Bye team. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.